to another episode of The Duck on its uh, scheduled night of Thursday evening uh, here with Matthias Rudder, uh, Dainty Taco, MIA uh, at the moment, uh, but expected to join us later if we uh, run long, fingers crossed, hope we don't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, wanted to uh, you know jump right in and uh, first talk about the, the standings that we've got uh, in the league. Pretty exciting thus far. Um, in, I'm going to let you pronounce the name in Demacia, Demacia. Yes. Said it right. Definitely Demacia. Demacia, uh, rank numero uno, uh, the equalizer with a draw coming out of their first week and a win in week two. Uh, curtain call, first time stepping on the rift in week two, did come away with a win. Same for Dawning Shadow. Uh, and Final Spark, uh, still undefeated on the season. Uh, two draws. Uh, and Hijack, two draws as well. Uh, so a four-way tie in second place. Uh, Demonic Ascension uh, in third currently uh, with uh, one draw and one loss. And the box, uh, still figuring things out, uh, but they've only had one game with their entire roster. So, uh, two losses, yep. uh, to their respectively. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so hopping over to Noxus, uh, perfect execution, uh, in a three way tie with spray and pray and spirit rush, yeah. uh, draws and wins, uh, for everyone associated with first, uh, assault and battery does only have uh, one series in the books, uh, and they came away with a win in that series. Dominus sitting in sole possession, or no, excuse me, they're tied with assault and battery. Um, no, that's not right. They should be third. I screwed up the standings. So yeah, Dominus actually <laughs> should be third uh, with just one point, uh, and then let's bounce. Tied with Super Mega Death Rocket for fourth overall, both with uh, losses on the books in this early season. Uh, so added uh, team leaders in kills and assists. Uh, the Equalizer uh, top in kills and top in assists, uh, 106 and 236. So uh, they're popping off a little bit in their uh, match history. Spraying six kills in four games. Yeah. Wow. That's uh that's a lot of a lot of deaths uh for the other squads that they're facing off against. Uh spray and pray 104, final spark hundred, uh, then assist the equalizer two thirty six. So everybody in their squad just insane high kill participation. Uh yep. lots of team fighting. Uh but the uh hijack not too far behind him with two seventeen uh and Dominus uh in third uh in assists with 178. I know uh they're gonna be lower because they only play one game, but curtain call. What is what is their kill counter two game? Because Hobbit popped off. I know a couple of those games. Oh gosh, I'd have to bring it up. Okay. Um 
yeah, I'm not going to on stream. Uh, we'll, we'll have to figure it oh. out, and uh, we'll save that. Maybe they uh, I'm up, up at in least somebody. I'm showing at least 26 in this game and another 20-something in this other game. So yep. they're they're on track. <laughs> they are, uh, yeah, the real-life squad doing some work for sure. <laughs> uh, so hopping into um, the games that uh, came through, um, remind me as we get to them of if they were yours or not, because uh, sure. I'm not looking at it right now. Uh, yep. But this is what I've got shown up on the stream is Curtain Call uh, against Demonic Ascension. Demonic Ascension. Yep. Yes, me and my brother casted this game. Excellent. Uh, this was fun. Uh, Thrills and I got to got to bond over some brotherly casting as he reminds the world that he is the Season 4 champion. That and, came um, up again, huh? Yeah, it's strange how that just keeps popping up, you know, uh, in the weirdest ways. It's like Tibbers against Destiny. I just it's it's just a recurring theme. Uh, but uh, game one, um, Curtain Call decided to get pretty spicy, and something that we did see in exhibition matches, which was the Kindred ADC, and then this like at all cost make the team fight last as long as possible with Hobbit being the highly mobile AD carry. Just burning people down. They had Kindred with her ult. They had Zinzao with his ult. They had Tarek with his ult. That is already three people that are already really hard to kill. I mean, then, I, I just don't know why you didn't run Zillion mid. <laughs> well, in game two, they or kill top to that combo. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. They're they have options. They're developing. You know, it's only yeah. two games we've seen this, and um. Then they had Zareth in the back line just doing tons of damage. Um, it was interesting that he opted for Zonia's first in both games because they were kind of dive-heavy. Um, so that was kind of a cool adaptation um, from Kill Monkey not giving too much into the into the gold over. Um, and yeah, and then Daddy Gandy played Maokai, which is just the, the, big, the big, big brawl. And uh, yeah, it was just a really well-crafted team fight that we did see before. Um... They had Shin, Kha'Zix, Ziggs, Jinx, and Nautilus. And you would think between, like, Kha'Zix jumping in and then, like, Shin taunt and Ziggs and Jinx, all that AoE would do something. But the amount of that, how long that takes for the damage cut out just could not keep up with the immediacy of Kindred ult, the longevity of the Tarak ult, the Zenzel breaking everybody apart kind of thing. Like, it was just a real crafted team. Um, had to hand it to them. Their macro was pretty tight as well. Uh, Curtain Call pretty much ran the game. There's a couple spots where they kind of like, for a minute, but they ended up getting the reins back in and, and getting a hold of it. Uh, one interesting Baron play we don't always have to mention. And then uh, game two, they just kept getting spicier, and Hobbit actually went Yasuo bot lane with Rakan. Which sounds disgusting when you have all that mobility and knockups and taunt. And, you know, if you ever do get level six, you just hop on them and what are they going to do? And um, this is where I didn't quite agree with Demonic Ascension. And they picked Varus with like half their team showing. And it's already people who just want to dive. And maybe you pick an ADC that has a little bit more self-peel, especially with the Leona support. 
That way your Varus won't go one and eight when you have a Nocturne and a Shin and then a Rakan and then a Yasuo all coming at him. And then again, the Xerath by Killing Monkey going much better in the second game. Um, just dropping bombs in the back line. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I see one, you know, immediate champ, um, you know, that I might recommend Mommy Senpai pick up would be the Tristana. Um, yeah. because that is immediate disengage, uh, you know, either with the leap, uh, or the R, uh, yeah. to, you know, get somebody the heck out of your face. And, uh, even more on that point, uh, cleanse was good, but maybe an Ash even, you know, like after mm-hmm. you get the quick stun off, you can kind of keep kiting him with the slow procs. Um, just don't super agree with, with the virus pick there. But other than that, uh, again, the current call kind of still kind of rode the, the the macro uh they're farther ahead quicker in that second game that first game did go for uh, 38 minutes and 48 seconds so effectively 39 minutes so it was a slugfest right it was no clean game really by any party um but yeah they just definitely had the stats and then game two they closed it out in 25 minutes which is pretty dang fast when you have a 13 and two yeah so uh, i noticed that uh kane has no items uh yeah, that was just of, at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that a, a little <laughs> bit of tilt uh, showing, spilling over from uh, Demonic Ascension? Uh, perhaps a little bit. That was definitely one of those last second games ending. Just sell all your items while you're in gray screen. You know, something to do. But uh, yeah, no, nah, he definitely had items throughout that game. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> was there anything, you know, it looks like uh, Hobbit... Um, you know, game one and game two, really impressive numbers. Um, You know, if you're, you know, another team looking at curtain call, uh, obviously the man has a deep champ pool, so you're not going to be able to ban him out. Uh, Is it something that, you know, your squad says, Hey, you know, we've got to get jungle pressure um, or pick really safe laners. You know, so you ca- you've the, captained the team before, so what yeah, is it exactly. other teams need to need to do? That's exactly what I was going to go on with. If I was a captain, I was going to go up against Curtain Call now. Uh, I want to look at champs that like to break up team fights, right? Or like to skirmish pretty well. So uh, maybe like a, a Janna, you know, that can hardcore just peel, throw tornadoes, like a Lulu or something like that to kind of help hard peel. Uh, as far as like mid laners um, or top laners, uh, you're looking at like maybe Malphite as a way to kind of like another abrupt stop uh, the team fight. You want uh, high mobility. So any of like the Kane or the Yone or any of them um, champions that once they do get engaged on still have ways to kind of stall out and respond to them being engaged on. It's a death ball comp. That's what they want to do. Um, a death ball comp minus Zareth, one person. <laughs> you know, um, which a lot of people would say you either run hard peel or. Um, like the Janna and the Lulu, or you just run a counter death ball comp. You just see who's going to be better at it, you know? Um, Kindred and Tarek is going to be something they're going to do often if they're allowed. Um, and I noticed in the second game, let me confirm this before I overspeak, uh, in the first game and in the second game, they did not ban Jin, and Hobbit did not take it. So if you have the right comp, he won't pick his favorite champion. I don't know. I I, I have seen Assassin Jin played <laughs> way too often, and it's like, 
one auto and you're just dead. It's not fun. No. It's not fun. He, he presses two buttons on his keyboard and you four. went from, hey, there's a gen. Nope. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a, a stellar performance from Curtain Call definitely showing that the, the homies got the synergy down. Yep. And one last thing, they roamed early really well. Within like the first six minutes, the bot lane had roamed mid like three times. Early, one of the members had bot lane had roamed. It was a wonderful display of early macro. Uh, so we expect to see Curtain Call climb in those uh, team standings when everybody's you know, played, completed their bye week. <laughs> um, so next series we had uh was spirit rush against dominus uh man you talk about the king leon show uh, (laughs) in both games uh popped off as misfortune popped off as uh ash i believe yeah it was ash uh really strong performances in both games uh vintage actually you know bringing out the brand uh, four, two, and ten. Just a lot of AP AOE damage that was hitting, uh, you know, Spirit Rush in game one so much that they had to take it uh, away from him in game two. Um, Doom Articuno bringing out uh, the Aphilios. I don't know that that was uh, the right move. Uh, Vixfer on the Trundle definitely uh, made Underdog Story's life as a jungler uh, not enjoyable. <laughs> um yeah game one uh really impressive uh trundle seems to be a very highly prioritized pick uh in press r in you know the first two weeks um probably uh, i'd go as far to say as game changing um lulu top lane from doom slug uh did uh allow him to survive some engages uh, but don't know that it did a whole lot in team fight because Doom Articuno was in uh, a pretty deep hole when it got to you know actually moving around the map. Um, but I mean, they did take away his Anivia, ban Nasus, Tom Kench, uh, got rid of the Swain from Filthy Birdman. There were a forward. go ahead. I'm looking forward for the the Kench bans because the times it doesn't get benched, it, it it's benched the Kench era. That yeah. rework is disgusting. So it's a, uh, there were a lot of bands thrown uh, at top lane to uh, help whisper out uh, since I think he is the low man on the totem pole um, on Dominus. So Dominus coming away with a win in game one, um, definitely on the back of uh, Envy the Reaper, Vixper and King Leon uh, all set up, you know, really good, pro- really good plays and ults. Um, just hurt the uh, bigger players uh, on Spirit Rush that, you know, they weren't able to, you know, take objectives. Uh, no dragons going their way, not even a single tower. Uh, so a really impressive game uh, for game one on the side of Dominus. Game two, um, similar story. Uh, the gold lead, uh, as you can see, uh, you know, only a difference of 123 gold, or no, excuse me, uh, 223 gold there. Uh, so pretty, uh, pretty even, for, pretty slim, but, uh, the kill count was 26 to 33. Um, but it really was uh, again, this trundle, um, 
it, Doom Slug was able to split push top lane, uh, and it brought the Whisper to answer. Whisper couldn't do anything, so eventually that brought Envy the Reaper up to deal with uh, Doom Slug, um, and, and they were able to kill him uh, once or twice, able to collapse on him. Um, but then that meant four members of Spirit Rush were able to focus objectives uh, when only three members of Dominus were able to answer them. Uh, so they, they stopped Baron, um, ended up getting a, a pick onto King Leon, uh, and then Doomslug was on the opposite side of the rift, uh, pushing up and just able to push right into the base. Um, and it, it was a, a nail-biter there at the end, um, much like we saw in the uh, Spray and Pray uh, perfect execution series, um, but it was really fun. Uh, King Leon, I mean, we've made statements that he was sharp in the jungle, um, <laughs> but he definitely knows how to play at the ADC role. 9 1 and 9, 18 5 and 9, uh, showing his reason for the high salary for certain. Uh, and Vintage bringing out Karma. That was a, a new pick I had not seen Vintage play uh, in some time. I like Karma. Karma has got crazy team fight potential. She's also insane in lane. I yep. love Karma. Yeah, so uh, good games uh, from both sides in this uh, draw, and that's kind of what we like to see. You know, both teams getting a, a chance to show their stuff and uh, pull out a victory so they can keep planning for next week uh, You know, without beating themselves up too much. Uh, next game we had was the box against Dawning Shadow. Yes, and I got this one too. This was um a two o for the box, and oh two say that two o the box the box lost. No. Yes. The box NGB oh NGB tactic right sorry worthy dust is the box right yes. Right, right get those two confused all the time oh my gosh yeah um yeah donning shadow two owed and why i say that is well obviously because they two owed but quezzy on the first game on zed was up against gacho's tf and gacho went spellbook so already like he has some summoner spells to kind of keep him somewhat alive or whatever but early that cooldown is long and so Quezzy, who was using an alt account at the moment, um, just got to run over TF. And it showed him the gold and obviously into the game nine and two. Um, Dreadbear taking Mordekaiser top into Fiora. Um, and Fiora was obviously more sleep. They're a two million dollar player. Um I would expect it, I guess, more out of this. Uh, Mordekaiser did go Conqueror, and between Thornmail and Armor Boots, I could see after a while that Fiora couldn't hang. But as aggressive as Fiora can be, and as skilled of a player as More Sleep is, I would expect it a little more out of, um, I guess, out of that lane. Now, Lethal, or sorry, uh, Shiglitz playing Kane was top all the time sorry that was for lethal uh lethal lime uh in the trundle for the top when he gets more sleep um 
So Dreadbear was support? No, Lethal Lime was the support on uh, Trundle. Trundle. Yeah. yeah, so and it was Mordekaiser top. It was Mordekaiser top. And so I guess I just, I would expect more. I get how Shiglitz could carry. Um, he didn't even have, the game didn't end fast enough for him to max out his Mirror Mana. Like, the games were, the, this first game was decided 26 pretty quickly. Minutes. Um, on that same token, though, and the reason why I said this up front, is that Otaka went 5-0 and on Ash. Yeah. Against a Trundle, a Zed, a Kane, a Mordekaiser. Right. Like, that's incredible. It went wits in, went shield bow, had really defensive, and was still putting out good damage. I mean, this um, this game felt uh, more competitive out of the two. Um, but I, I'm kind of with you. More sleep, um, you know, it's it's is on his shoulders a little bit to carry the lower tier players, um, you know, because so much money has been invested, you know, into his roster spot. Um, and Fiora can definitely do it. Um, but I'm curious, you know, we saw him play like Aurelia, um, at week one, uh, and that, that was banned. Uh, we saw him play Cassiopeia and that was a ban. Um, but there's got to be other champs um, that maybe aren't meta top lane because I think he's a jungler um, that, mm. you know, he could bring into the top lane uh, that would be more comfort pick. I don't know. I uh, just, it well, seems, have... Fiora, yeah, I know that if you lose, if you, it's kind of like Jace. Like once you start losing, it's a long time into the game uh, before you've got the goal to get the items, actually be effective. Um, but again, it's, uh, maybe you've got to take that into account uh, when you are on your own little island up there. And it's 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 tough for him because as far as like salary per salary, or whatever, uh, lethal or sorry, Dreadbear and Shiglets are going to bring a lot that a uh, Queen Sue also can't. And so having a better support in the top lane while camping top lane. Um, that that's that's a tough position to be in, even if you are you know two million dollar player getting camped and you know having the waves frozen against you. That's that's always going to be tough. Yep. Um, and then game two, um, was a little bit more of a slugfest. Uh, this one ended up going thirty nine minutes, and um, the Cassiopeia got through this first ban, and um, yeah, it was clear that although he couldn't quite create the advantage in his own lane. So um, more sleep actually went poppy this game. Yes. Which is one of those alternative top laners you were kind of talking about and had a little bit better performance on it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm really way. surprised that poppy yeah. went 10, eight and eight. Um, but who I smoke didn't create so, or sorry, Quezzy didn't quite create all of his advantages in lane, but in team fights, he he was going unanswered. Even between the Poppy, the Vi, and the Oriana, and having some of that Wombo um, phase rush and Shin, and there's just there was just not enough damage to kill her. Um, and that might be the one thing that uh, the box was kind of missing the second game um, is a probably a little bit more damage because um, it did go 38 minutes and had the potential to. To, to really climax, but they they were down 10k gold. Um, 
So that's that's certainly enough to be able to, to close out a game. And then again, Quezzy, when when Cassiopeia gets going, it doesn't matter if you're a tank or not. She just obliterates obliterates health bars. When she gets going with Phase Rush, she didn't go conquer this time. Um, but she can heal for a ton too. Um, I like the attempt that Don, uh, Dawning Shadow has here. Um, well, with, I like uh, the. I sorry. like. Yeah, I was gonna, you know, kind of copy. I think I know what you're going for, because uh, Timo Taku, you know, playing the Zigs. I don't think he's his Zigs play is necessarily up to, you know, the five oath and three that he had on the other game. Um, but it's the idea that we're going to play an early team comp, uh, that's going to win early. Yeah. When you pick Vi and you pick, uh, you, you want to be aggressive. You want to make plays early. And then when you have Oriana and Poppy and Trundle, those are definitely later game carries along with Ziggs kind of mid late mid late game carries. Um, and I think an ADC, which would have worked so much better there. Um, probably would have had a better chance to peel against the the Jackson, the Viego. Uh, but it's also two APs already on that team. You have Oriana and Ziggs. Uh, Poppy does mixed amounts of damage, maybe, I guess, mostly AD. Um, but I would expect to, some some raw AD damage from that team. And um, they just got to build a little bit of Magrez, and it nulled out. So I, I think the reason that they may have picked Ziggs is because of tactic picking at the other game. I mean, sure, that could be the reason. That's, that's a a suspicion. <laughs> um, he went two and five. Like that's not. It well, I was, like another threat. thing, like you know, CLG worthy to us in his first week back into support, kept one of the better ADCs in the league at sub three kills in both games. That's fair. You know, that's you're doing something right in laning phase. Uh, if you're not having that ADC, just go nuts. Yep. Um, yep. And I, I'm glad that they went with where the desk now back in support. I think the rest of the team doesn't have to make as large as gaps to fill their role the way they need to. Yep. I a hundred percent agree with that. Uh, next series was equalizer against, Super Mega Death Rocket, which Taco had, uh, and then Hijack against Final Spark, which Taco had. Uh, so I'm going to save those for him. Um, the last series, I think, yeah, sure is, um, is the Spray and Pray against... Who'd they play? Spray Rush? Yeah, no, not Spirit Rush. Perfect execution. Uh, still memorizing team names with captains and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, really good games. Uh, game one, uh, Jay Herbo uh, came out with this game plan for <laughs> Luigi Flames to pick Maokai. And now Maokai got picked, I think, first overall. Uh, and mm -hmm. so... I was under the impression, okay, Phantom King is going top lane yep. uh, with this, you know, behemoth tree. And, you know, I, my guess is Perfect Execution thought the same thing. Uh, but then Perfect Execution decided that they were going to flex pick all over the place as well. Um, yeah. Because they brought in Olaf, Skarner, 
Um, <laughs> Gragas, it was just, the picks are all over the place. Um, but Rise at Dusk plays the safest Ezreal, uh, and you can leave that man down there solo, no problem. Uh, but Luigi Flames basically shadowed Herbo. Uh, yeah. I think once he hit level three uh, and had the, you know, uh, one his Q in, he's had his W, uh, and I think he had learned his E, uh, if not two points into Q by that point, um, and just shadowed Herbo. And it really made life for Gecko Bronze uh, absolutely awful. <laughs> KB Jelly uh, just had three people in his lane at least yep. half the game. Yep. Uh, yep. And just the Gragas pick was just uh, definitely ineffective. Uh, insert name here. I think Phantom King got one kill on him. Uh, and then insert name uh, got a return kill uh, by pulling Phantom under the turret. And it was a really good back and forth. Uh, that insert, uh, you know, kind of outmaneuvered Phantom King's Aurelia. Uh, and it was really fun to see. Um, but Gecko H2O, really good on Lissandra as well. Uh, yeah. You know, just using the slows and that burst damage, uh, you know, just freezing anybody in place. So max range uh, Ws from Liss were really on point. Uh, so, it was, you know, Gecko H2O, Definitely one of the best mids in the game, if not the best, uh, in press R. And, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with with Jay Herbo <laughs> sitting right there, you know, waiting in the wings to come middle lane anytime that uh, is advantageous for that squad, it's impressive. Um, so yeah, they uh, gold count really, really uh, high in between the two teams. Uh, so Spray and Prey really put on a show game one. And I was going to mention right on that, uh, last week they had a very similar strategy, and it showed that Curtain Call had a very similar strategy. These early roams to mid lane, like pre-five minutes, under six minutes, like those are deciding which way these games are going, at least starting to snowball consistently. And we are now at a point where these teams can, with good synergy, pull that off semi-consistently, even in the early part of the season. That, that is exciting. It's so definitely exciting. a game plan that uh, Sprain Prey is running. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, the Maokai was open game two, and they did not run it back. Uh, so, kind of surprised. Um, but Gecko Braun sw switched up his jungle pick, uh, went to Hecarim, which even with, you know, 4 7 14, uh, was a lot better performance. Uh, insert name here brought out the trundle, uh, and KB Jelly and Trinity and Satisfate were able to, you know, fend off Spray and Prey with the five versus four. Insert name actually had a fantastic uh, teleport play after an engage happened. Uh, I believe it was around either Soul or Elder Dragon. Uh, and Insert was able to finish off Spray and Prey's Nexus uh, while the fight ensued around the Dragon Pit. Uh, so it was really good. Definitely, you know, Jay Herbo, 9 6 and 6, uh, you know, didn't have the game he did game one, uh, but still was cleaning the house as the Graves. Um, but Gecko H2O and Luigi Flames just did not have the same 
performances from game one because Luigi just wasn't able to roam as effectively uh, on this Alistair pick. Uh, and Trinity and KB Jelly were both able to play safe, uh, you know, with the several the Siver, basically the spell yeah. shield, yeah. Uh, and KB Jelly just, you know, fine farming uh, way far back with these long range cues uh, that, you know, Ziggs has, uh, you know, been well known for throwing uh, to, you know, provide a safe matchup. So I thought uh, it's really fun to see these two split. Um, you know, Perfect Execution called it out before the g- game two that they had something up their sleeve. Uh, so uh, g- <laughs> good on them for uh, making it work. Copying the Yumi strat, I see. Um, I could definitely see that could go in favor of them second game. The uh, yeah. the Kate Ezreal, or the, the Kate Yumi, uh, being able to hunt down uh, Ezreal not quite as effectively as Sivir Yumi. When you have Sivir Yumi on there, it doesn't matter if he has a blink. That's just so much movement speed. Well, that's the thing. They, they, they were really just bullying him um, because Rise of Dusk only had two deaths. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like he was, you know, having a bad day in lane. 204 mm-hmm. CS to 217. Um, you know, it, it was really the team fights that uh perfect execution was able to pull off uh around what a wombo combo that is that is a that is a wonderful team fight with the hecarim followed up by the yumi and then the zigs and the trundle and sivir to get all kinds of bounces in between all that that is one spicy team fight yeah so i think they kind of took game one and realized uh what uh spray and prey was at least going for um and just made them kind of take a stab at plan B and it just didn't work out for uh spray and pray. Yep. Uh, for this comp right here. Exactly. For example, um, if I were uh KB jelly and I was, or sorry, gecko bronze and I was going to be against curtain call, I would ban the shin and I would play Hecarim and that would absolutely help break up that team. That would be a great start. Right. Uh, so that's all the games, uh, you know, still waiting on taco to get back. Uh, to talk about the other two, um, but I guess let's uh, we'll hold off on picking our uh, picks for uh, the final standings because uh, I do want Taco to definitely be in on those, um, and maybe hold off on uh, our picks for you know best lanes. Um, sure. What uh, you want to grab a couple of questions from Duck Q and A? I'm pulling up right now, sure. And then we can go straight into our picks for, um, you know, for next week's matches, and uh, maybe end a smidge under the uh, hour timeline. Right on. Um, There are no new questions since last week. Except for the wine guys mentioning a ticket. <laughs> um, uh, but that was a, a rules update that we are working on. Um, so actually, oh, we, not a whole. Yeah, w- real quick, we did have uh, our first uh, retiree party. Uh, Jadu is uh, leaving the league uh, for life related reasons. Uh, so there is an opening in top lane on Super Mega Death Rocket. Yep. Um, and that's after KU Atomic took stepped into the jungle role on Super Mega Death Rocket. So they are uh, 
currently the team with the most change in two weeks. So uh, feels for them. And yep. Uh, But again, that's these teams that have a lot of movement early in the season and they uh, tend to just be crowned champion at the end of it. I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) Um, I will go ahead and ask Akshan, how long has he been out now? Who? Uh, the new champion for Ashen or whatever his name is. Akshan, A-K-S-H-A-N. Because I think we might be okay. coming up on week two and we'll be allowed Impressar this week. Okay. I think. If you say so. I don't know when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> See, but yeah. Um, and him entering the league, uh, I don't know if, I guess if you're not hip to him, the, the new exciting com- uh, mechanic Riot decided to release is an assassin that within like five seconds or something of killing the person who killed his teammate will instantly bring his teammate back to life. So That's, if one guy, yeah. say Master Yi's Yumi, uh, Master Yi, or sorry, uh, Herbo's Master Yi Yumi, and he kills four people, and then Akshan, an assassin, kills Master Yi, all four members are revived instantly. That's a uh, just. Stupid mechanic. <laughs> Ryan thought that was a good quality mechanic to you know bring into League of Legends. I hope the cooldown is like twice as long as Shin's level six. <laughs> oh me. No, I've uh, played one whole game of League of Legends uh in two months Ooh. just to uh make sure I still had it and we did come away with a victory, so Let's see. The first comments are from. Oh wow! So you got puns like lights, camera, auction. Oof. Mm. Oof. <laughs> oh man. Alrighty. Um. It looks like three days. Thirty uh, first. Uh. So yes. no, not two weeks. Oh, no. no. Okay, so. Yeah, th- Ooh, this... just missed it by a couple days. Oh yeah. man! So that's only been the thirty first is only five days ago. Only five days ago. So n- yeah. not this Monday, but the next Monday it will be available for play. So we have that to look forward to. Sure. <laughs> I don't even think that's two weeks, but are we counting yeah. actual days? Because it'd be it released on a Saturday, and so not next Saturday. Or the okay. next Saturday, but the Monday yeah, after Yeah, okay. That so the 16th, he's free. Yeah. He's, we're going to okay. see some action. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's as difficult as pronouncing debatusai, whatever. <laughs> not not, not, not going to be in the league anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, me. Uh, so, final spark against Curtain Call. That is uh, mm. game number one. Final Spark, Purely. I believe, has two draws. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you uh, picking your boys' curtain call to 2 Yeah, and I think I uh, just because the, the sheer amount of cohesive team fighting, synergy, they're all thinking about the same goal. 
I can't believe you'd bury Gantz like that. I mean, Gantz is going to be it, down in that lane for Final Spark going, Matthias, no faith. <laughs> Prove me wrong, and uh, that'll be great. I would, I'm looking And then you've to. got, you know, the other $2 million player in mid on Final Spark. I've, still, I going I still going two zero. Still going two zero. Wow. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna try to stray away from as many one ones as I possibly can. Okay. Uh, so I did talk with Taco uh, last week after games. Apparently, we were all right at fifty percent correct. <laughs> like just coin flip games, and that's that's where we were. So, um, man, energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's Final Spark's top laner? It's a uh, day one Nub Pringle. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to split one one. I'm going to be that guy. Be boring. <laughs> I think Final Spark's going to have three points after uh, three weeks. Uh, equalizer against Sony Shadow. Equalizer versus Dawning Shadow. It's Wookie Monster against Quez. I was about to say if Nigrit against NBG Tactic. Solid. I'm I'm Inner Inner Asian against Shiglets. That'll be good. I mean this It's a lot of neck for neck. Dude, I mean it's a the teams are uh Pretty evenly matched here. Uh, that this could be a real fun one. And Donning Shadow has also only played one. one they game. had a bye week the first week. Yep. That's, man, that's so tough to make that call. I know. Um, but they looked really good. They looked really good. If I ever was going to go one one, it'd probably be on this one. But because I'm not, and I'm, oh, I'm better you human can... being than Taco, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, Two oh four equalizer. Okay, two oh equalizer. Um, I got faith in my boy in her. Mm. I don't know. That's really tough. It's tough. That's good. That's um. Hopefully, hopefully, I get to cast that one. That'll be a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know who is signed up to cast that one. That that one may be the. Uh, Pick of the week. You need to check right now to make sure that I is am. casted. I, um, I don't know. I mean, I want to argue against you just to make it spicy, but yep. I mean, them being number one in kills and on the board in assists kind of make you and Mont Blanc have that one. Okay, so that one is going to be the match <laughs> of the week on Monday night. Well, I mean, if there is a between that and Final Spark Curtain Call, those are going to be really good games. Yeah. yeah um, be a lot of fun. Dang. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm reading. I can't read. I, I'm now you're just teasing. Those. No, 8 9. Yeah, that's 8 9. And below 8 9 is, yeah, is you and Zoe, is you and Mont Blanc. 100%. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I can, I can read a spreadsheet. All right. Uh, to pick a team. I, I want to say one one, but uh, you, you're giving me the uh, I mean, the, if you fr- the just frowny be on the face. Same level as Taco, you know, then by all means, Man, help yourself. That's just you know, that's uh, some tough talk there. 
Isn't it more fun going two o? You know. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 go. We'll just do two o the equalizer and yeah, yeah. Dreadbear, Lethal Lime, all those guys can just DM me personally after I cast well, see, their game, and then the they master curse know, them. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you picking the other team, you're there secretly you hoping yeah, the I other mean, team wins. We see what you, you know. Lose. I did for Hijack all last season. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Spray and Pray against Hijack. I'm going to go out and say Spray and Pray 2-0's Hijack. Yep, yep. I think Hijack probably might create a little bit more serotonin on their team. They'll definitely have a little more fun, but yeah, Spray and Pray is going to come over the 2-0 there. Uh, man, there are some people in the server that have some artistic skills. We really <laughs> need to see an artistic drawing of the boy band hijack. Yes. yes absolutely. Mean, this could get used in their intro uh, yeah, to a game. Yeah. Maybe I, I think it'd be fantastic. The Chad squad. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots, lots of fun. Those guys. I'm glad there's a, a bunch of them that have been here for a long time. So, uh, they, they've found their home, and I'm glad. Um, yeah, the Chad Pad. Assault and Battery against Perfect Execution. Man, that's a that's another banger. Another good one. Another banger, indeed. Oh no, is that? Uh, let's see. Um. Mm. One more time. Say it again. I need to hear it one more time, and maybe that'll give it away. Assault and battery. Yep. Versus perfect execution. The Doom Vanilla Squad against the Gecko Bronze Squad. Doom Vanilla Squad. Yeah, I think it's got to do assault and battery. I think they had a stellar week one and a pretty awesome exhibitions, and I think they're going to keep that going. Oh man, two A or two O to Salt and Pepper. I think it might go to a perfect execution. Ooh, like Shunpo is ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Doom, Doom Vanilla has been roaming all over the place, um, but. And makes Rusty look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But Pharaoh's been a 500 player, you know, going even. Uh, and Bonkripper has not done anything to uh, make him be the MVP of a game yet. Whereas a couple more bunks, he could. Yep. Where I have seen, you know, Trinity make a name for herself, insert make a name for himself, Gecko yep. Bronze make a name for himself, and even KB Jelly was an MVP last season uh, of a game, uh, you know, in the top lane. So I, I'm i going to lean towards perfect execution and uh, get hate mail from Doom Vanilla one more time this uh, <laughs> in this span of. It's that secret caster curse. You just lay, yeah. you whip that card out anytime you want, you know? <laughs> uh, Super Mega Death Rocket against Dominus. 
with the loss of Jadu, that uh, mm. super feels bad yeah. uh, for us yep. in DR. And I don't know that there's a player uh, at that salary level. Jadu um, is 1.5. I Yeah, Jadu is 1.5. Yeah. I don't think there's one waiting in the wings. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to be hurting from budget standpoint and going up against a team that, you know, Dominus had a great. He's got a lot figured out already. Exactly. Um, So it Super Mega Death Rocket is going to have their hands full this week with Dominus. Um, So if you know anyone that wants to play in the league uh, that is a higher value player that is cool playing with, you know, players that definitely are going to make the decisions that you do or have the game knowledge that you do. Uh, but want to encourage them and make them better, um, you know, bring them on in. Uh, we're happy to have them and uh, get them in the, uh, you know, the sub queue. Um, so, yeah, I, I think two O'Dominus, easy. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's a tough spot, but yeah, purely off of just simple logistics, it, it feels like Dominus is going to pull through two O. Yep. Uh, and then Spirit Rush against Let's Bounce. I'll let mm. you uh, start. So Hippie did surprise us last week. Um, even though he had an absolute pop-off game, he didn't actually close it out. So they were also missing a player. They were. Ah, that's right. That's right. And he is a champion player. Indeed he is. So you add that into the mix, and I think that yeah, let's, yeah. let's bounce brings a different roster, and that they're going to look a lot better. I, yeah, I think let's bounce at their prime. Um, I think still has a lot to show, um, especially consistency wise, because Hippie is such a great captain when it comes to that kind of team. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah, let's bounce two zero. Hmm. Wow. Um. I'm gonna go one one. I cannot. I cannot pick a two of this side. Yeah, no, I, just, I just can't. Uh, I because I, let's bounce. You know, Salt is an absolute madman in the top lane, yeah, uh, and absolutely. you add in a you know another number one, number two mid laner in the league, depending upon the day, uh, and that's a really strong combo. Um, so yeah, I think that they easily split uh, with Spirit Rush. Yeah, I like that Salt's back in the league. I know he took the break because he was, you know, out yeah, deployed. Country. Yeah, yeah, but really glad he's back in the league. His spirit, his you know, excitement, all of his amp, all of his subscriber tokens for the jerseys. He's gonna have like six jerseys by the time <laughs> he comes around. Um, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to the game as well. Uh, so we were asked, uh, to share how you join the league. Uh, this is press our esports, the duck, uh, press our is our website. Uh, all of our teams, uh, players are listed there. Uh, if you actually click league of legends, uh, instead of clicking on the drop down. Uh, you should see all of our leagues that we have been through and run. You can click on Season 5, hit More Detail, and there are the rules 
and there is also a join button and that join button will take you to a form to fill out uh, where you'll schedule your interview uh, to actually be verified that you are not a complete llama <laughs> uh, because we discourage uh, llamas in our league um, and then get assigned to the sub pool and our subs are prioritized on Monday nights. Uh, they have got a like a sub team that the you know captains of our real teams can actually uh, play and you guys are the ones the captains pick for uh, replacements when we do have people fall out of the league because uh, we are not a you know quick four games that are you know play four in a month and then you're done until next season uh, we like to stretch them out and uh, make it a lot of fun and encourage team building and community and all that fun stuff so yeah that's awesome under that. under 53 minutes did you you just woke your dog up that's a no-no oh he, he was he was yeah. perfectly asleep <laughs> don't talk to me don't look at me <laughs> i did not sign to be on camera <laughs> uh did you find any good uh duck q a questions in your uh perusing or are we just gonna call this one early i think we have stalled perhaps maybe long enough for uh for taco i guess he just is not gonna make it um and that's okay that is a-okay as i continue to stall for one last little scroll through the quanda um that's not even the Q&A. That's probably reasons why. Yeah, I don't see anything else there. Bro. Okay. Well, yeah, we Taco and I answered some of them on stream uh, Monday yeah. night too. So yeah. uh, feel free to keep throwing them in there, and we'll answer them on Mondays when we have time and Thursday nights. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to Monday's games, uh, and then check it out again next Thursday. Uh, and we've got another uh, cast I've not uploaded yet. Uh, the two geckos uh, got together and casted a game, and supposedly it's. Uh, really good critique on team performances and whatnot. So check that one out. Uh, should be posted later tonight. Uh, but Matthias, thanks so much. See you guys on the rift. See ya.